everyone, and welcome back to Jeff's Bible Trek. Today, we continue our first season entitled, Don't Leave Any Promises on the Table. Now, so far, we've talked about the unconditional, eternal covenant that God made with Abraham. We've talked about the fact that there were certain promises from God that were contained in the covenant, that those promises flowed to Christ and then to us because we are in Christ. And in our last two episodes, we talked about faith declarations as the means of pulling those promises into our lives. In this episode, we'll be talking about the first promise God made to Abraham. And the thing about this promise is that it's almost hidden. If you blink, you might miss it. But this is where we start on our adventure, so buckle your seatbelt and get ready for your own wild ride. Abraham's adventure begins in Genesis 12, 1-3. The Lord had said to Abram, Go from your country, your people, and your father's household to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. This passage contains the first eight promises from God to Abraham, but it all starts with getting him into the land where all this is going to happen. That's the first promise. Did you catch it? I will show you the land. What land? It was the land that Abraham was to inherit from God. Now, first of all, how easy do you think it was to leave his family and the place where he was living with them to go to only God knows where, literally? (laughs) We won't know how hard this choice was to make until we have the opportunity to sit down with Abraham in heaven. But what I want to focus on here is the land itself that God would show him. When he arrives in the land, he and his family travel through a good portion of it, waiting for God to show him or tell him the next step. And over time, it all begins to unfold, and much of it would not occur in his lifetime. This was uh, my experience a few years ago when I began to, to declare the promises to Abraham over my life. I declared, God, I know you are going to show me the land that I am to inherit. Over and over, I declared this, because at first I had no idea what to expect. I only knew that I had also been declaring Romans 4.17, that God is the God who brings dead things back to life and calls into being those things that are not as though they were. I only knew for sure in the beginning that it was a ministry-related inheritance. But the rest of it was just a fuzzy, out-of-focus picture. As time went by, the picture gradually sharpened and started to come into focus. And that picture had a number of things in it. This podcast is just one of them. So here's the question I want to ask you. Do you know what your inheritance, what your land is? What is it that God wants you to inherit, to conquer, to accomplish in this life? 
What is your purpose for being here? In Acts chapter 17, the Apostle Paul goes up on Mars Hill in Athens to chat with some of the great thinkers of the time. And in verse 26, it says, From one man he made all the nations, that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he marked out, listen to this, he marked out their appointed times in history and the boundaries of their lands. In other words, God put you in this place at this time for a purpose. Mark Twain said, the two most important days of your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. I would add one wrinkle to that, that the day you are born again is one of the most important days of your life. And then the day you find out why is one of them too. Rick Warren uh, wrote a book called The Purpose Driven Life. What on earth am I here for? What an appropriate title and topic in the light of this discussion. Some of you know what your purpose here is. Some of you don't. And you might be thinking, look, I have a job. I have a career. I mean, what are we talking about here, Jeff? What am I supposed to view as my purpose? Well, I have a really deep answer to that question. Are you ready? Here it is. I don't know. I don't know what it is for you. It could be any of those things you were thinking. (laughs) A few years back, I didn't know what it was for me. But I began to pray that God would show me the land. I began to ask God to show me his purpose for the last years of my life. A few years back, God gave me a preview of what an inheritance looks like. In 2014, I retired from a 22-year career in a Fortune 100 company, and for three and a half of the last five years that I worked in that company, I was driving four hours round trip to work and back every day. I spent most of my windshield time praying, and in particular, when I got to a certain point in my journey, uh, going and coming, I began praying for the land from that point home, about 55 miles, because this was the area that our church was pitching its focus to, a three-county region. In 2016, my wife and I started a painting company from scratch that we bought from a franchise. Now, with franchises, what you're really buying is a certain group of zip codes or a territory. When they showed me what my territory was going to be for my business, I about fell out of my chair unconscious. The very same land that I had prayed over for three and a half years was the very same land, quote-unquote, that they gave me for my business. I could not believe it. So this was in the back of my mind as I began to ask God to show me the land I was to inherit. He'd done it before, so I knew he would do it again. I didn't learn my purpose right away. There was no vision, no pronouncement, no dream of any kind. I didn't get caught up to heaven or get a visit from Jesus. But over the months, as I prayed, what began as a fuzzy picture began to gradually come into focus. Now, God deals with everyone differently. 
you just might get the visit from Jesus or the visit to the throne room. I, I don't know. But I would say that if you don't have a purpose that strengthens and or expands the kingdom of God, you should start there with your praying. I've been studying near-death experiences, or as some people call them, temporary death experiences this year, where someone dies in an accident or on the operating table, they go to heaven and talk with Jesus and get sent back into their body. Some people are told they are going back. Others are asked if they want to go back or if they'd want to stay in heaven. There are a lot of similarities in these experiences. And one thing people are often asked by Jesus is, what have you done for me? I don't think he added the word lately at the end of the question, but what have you done for me? I'm going to make a wild guess here. I'm going to say that it's possible that there's a small percentage of God's people who are actually walking in their God-given inheritance. I'm not talking about a piece of land in Jamaica or someplace, although that would be nice, but I'm talking about a destiny. Not dirt, but destiny. Something that God has for you to do in this life. Now, the thing is, you know, we in the church, we, we tend to focus on the public gifts, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, pastors, teachers, maybe singers, actors, and other high-profile people. We think to ourselves, I can't do that. So I'm just going to sit back and watch those who can. I'll go to church. I'll give my money. I'll be faithful. And listen, that is absolutely fine. Let me just say that. I am not criticizing that whatsoever. But what if there is more out there waiting for you? Suppose you wanted to build a house on vacant land. You'd go in search of that piece of land, and when you found it, you would think to yourself, this land was sitting here waiting for me all this time. And listen, some of you are hearing this right now, and something is beginning to stir inside of you. There is a piece of land, an inheritance with your name on it, that is sitting out there waiting for you. God wants to show it to you. He wants you, he wants to lead you to it, just like he did for Abraham. So start your journey right now by declaring in faith these things like this, Lord, I know there is a land out there for me. I know you will show me that land. I know you will show me what and where my inheritance is. I know you will take me to a place where I can be more fruitful for your kingdom. So let the ride begin. And I say to you, until our next episode, may God bless you in your journey, my friends.